But I remember as you and I were texting, I was like, and you're like, it doesn't matter. And I was like, that's right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We're not doing X right now. It doesn't matter who said what, why it didn't happen, In the context of what happened, it was the Jay was going to the bathroom and forgot. That was the context of the situation. <laughs> doesn't matter. I gave I it. peed my pants. <laughs> we got to deal with this thing. Who's changing he me? Had, he, <laughs> he had a sock on and shit his pants. Yeah. Um, no, but I think... Welcome to the Best Hour of Their Day podcast with your hosts, Jason Fernandez. And me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business, as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates and coaches by building better boxes. Welcome to the best hour of your day. Welcome back. Best hour of their day. Fern Ackerman. Very, very very special guest. Three varies? Yeah, they couldn't make it today, so we did get somebody else yeah, in yeah, their place. Yeah, this is a backup, yeah. <laughs> we got somebody else. Lindsay Marie Andrew. Wow, full name. Okay. Full name. Well, you told okay. me your middle name. Typically, so. I only use all three names when she's in trouble, like yeah. my children. Lindsay Marie Andrew, get over to my office. Um, Happy early birthday. Yeah. Oh, thank you very Well, this much. will be- 27 again. This will be post. <laughs> this will be post-birthday, but yes. But currently, now, in this non-live recording. It's her birthday it's tomorrow. her birthday tomorrow. So. Yeah. That was very confusing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, welcome for, to the podcast. <laughs> for, I don't listen to most of what he says. So let's do a brief introduction. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you my knowledge of you. Oh. Correct me if I'm wrong anywhere. Okay. Let's, uh, let's go from how I met you. So former owner of We're not going to talk about how she and I met. No. That's, <laughs> that's another body. That. That's, that's incriminating that's in hour, many, many ways. Best yeah. hour after dark. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So let's go with Metu, owner of Max Effort. You've had two affiliates out in Vegas. I bet you many of the listeners have dropped in there. We want to talk about that because yep. you basically had a box that was thriving off of drop-ins. Mm -hmm. So huge out there. Um, relocated a couple times. Wound up at CrossFit Rife, though, head coach here. But along the way, seminar staff, pretty impressive. And some people may recognize you. You're often kind of like right behind Dave Castro yes. at the CrossFit Games. Mm -hmm. I am. So you have, you know, many, you're feeding many doors here. And I mean, you're one hell of a coach and athlete. Side, I mean, no, side former, note. Former, former. <laughs> okay, coach. <laughs> multi, I mean, I'm standing amongst the greats here. Regional, regional greats, that is. Right? We got Fern. You're not wrong. And Liz, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. How many times have you been to regionals? Six times. Whoa, six. I mean, that's impressive. Team, though. like so. No, that's still impressive. I mean, you're right. Actually, you're right. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. we did. Because I could have been on a team at regionals. Yeah. Um, could you? Well, we, I was the owner of the box, so I could have kicked out one of the better athletes. <laughs> yeah. But like, hey. You're out, Bob. Thanks for making it here. You're, you're out. You're I'm the in. alternate. <laughs> but, you know, I think we where we can start is tell us a little bit about Max Effort. Tell us how, you know, you, you got started in, in CrossFit. You also, I believe, prior to that, lived in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So what brought you to Vegas and then what got you opening one of the, at the time, one of the biggest boxes around me, Max Effort was huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, from, from an outside perspective, you were, you were there doing the thing. Obviously, uh, your former partner. You guys also hosted an open event there as well. We did 15.5. Uh, For the announcement of open workout 15.5, the director of the CrossFit Games, Dave Castro. 27, 27, 21. 21, 15, 15, 9, 9. Calories on a rower, thrusters, 95 pounds for the men, 
65 pounds for the women. Four times. Which one was that? Uh, it was the where we had the like three girls. So we had Annie, Camille, and um, Sam Briggs. They did the row thruster workout. Oh, like the 27, 21? Yeah. I remember that. Oh. It started horrible. with 27. Yeah, I remember that. Was no, it, a... I thought it went up. I think that's why it sucks so bad. Oh, there it, may have been a different one. Or did it one. go down? I can't oh. either Katie, way. Katie's my... here behind the scenes. Will you Google 15.5, Katie? I wanted to cut know. my legs off afterwards. I, remember, I, remember I think that, I remember yeah. doing that at a seminar weekend and being really sore the that's next day. Horrible. So... Tell us through what it was like opening a box at the time with your. Were you guys? You guys were married. Uh, no, we you were never married. We were, we were engaged. We were engaged. Wow, well, just bringing up all the old shit. <laughs> here we go. I, I think it'd be best if we got a couch for <laughs> Lindsay and we, we lay her down. A, we all have we, a bath. Yeah, yeah. And we bring, no, but I mean that is interesting to open and have an affiliate with a significant other, be it a fiance or or husband. But before we get to the the nitty gritty of that. What was it like opening a box in Vegas? Um, okay, so you asked like a lot of questions. That's a so lot. I'm just, like, That's a lot. I'm gonna backtrack. I'm a hoping bit. you answer just one. I know. <laughs> you just start with Vegas. I'm gonna start. Yeah, let's do that. So um, I got introduced to CrossFit in 2008, and um, I was like bartending in a nightclub, and a couple of my uh, coworkers they were doing it, and you know, like back then it was like just fire breathers, people that already had 18 abs doing it, you know, it's like the crazy people. And um, I didn't want to do it. I was like... I had 17 abs. Yeah, was those, I mean, yeah, but you're right. <laughs> this is before, you're wrong. before if it fits your macros. <laughs> yeah. yeah, macro man over here. Yeah. Um, so they swindled me in. I was like, what is this? This is like Zumba, you know, like ugh, it's just a fad. It's passing. Uh, obviously took my first class and fell in love. Where, what, what box was this? This is CrossFit Las Vegas. So Zach co-owned that gym with uh, Joe Marsh at that time. So that was my first affiliate. Um, fast forward... Obviously, I got into coaching. I like didn't want to coach in the beginning. But you were bring this just a little bit closer to your mouth. Well, that's what she said. <laughs> there you go. Good. So, but I do want. <laughs> I do ah. want to say this: like you were a bartender in the service industry. I've often made the connection between service industry and coaching. Do you think that was helpful? Um, yeah, you know, people wise, of course. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like in the beginning, you know. Doing CrossFit is, I liked what it did for myself and I didn't want to be responsible for anybody else's feelings. But, um, you know, at the a little, little push from, from Zach at the time, which I'm super thankful for now, clearly, um, he was like, I really think that you would enjoy it. And I was like, and What was your athletic background? Uh, I, was just, I swam. Did you swim? Middle distance? Short? I was like, it was like high school. Like ninth grade. Yeah, but you swam something. Yeah, but you swam. Yeah, yeah. A, you swam. I didn't have a like an event. I, you just swam every like the yeah. medley. What'd all you do? the things. All okay. yeah. At that the medley age, is there a medley the, in swimming? There is a medley. They do. They do like um, all of the strokes. Yeah. Just all the things. All the things. I was a rescue swimmer. However, I would not rescue if you were drowning. You. You got yeah. pulled into the games this year to go I into did. the water. I rescued somebody's time chip for yeah, sure. Yeah, you you were a big hero at the games. We never yeah. talked about yeah, that. I don't know. It's not worth talking about. Oh, well, <laughs> Fern's very picture. modest. I saw pictures, and I was like, why is Jason in the water? That right water, now? just for the record, that water is disgusting. Oh, is yeah. Is it? It is. Algae. Yeah, it's how gross. I didn't come out of there with an infection is uh, It's really bad. It's very, very impressive. So let, let's bring it back. You. So were you dating Zach at the time? Um, so <laughs> and I only asked because I think that's a... Interesting to be like, you would like this. Like, how would he know that? About yeah, it? so we started dating like pretty much after like I started at the gym. It was pretty, pretty fast after that. Yeah. Um, but then the split happened between him and Joe at Cross Las right. Vegas. And so uh, I think that was like roughly like 2010. Where was the CrossFit Las Vegas in 
like geographically mm-hmm. in Las Vegas? Uh, so on the south end of the Strip. Um, but so on the Strip. Uh, like right, right off of Las Pretty Vegas Boulevard. Though. Yeah, For Las Vegas Boulevard to Sunset. Okay. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. South of Mandalay Bay, like a couple miles. So, okay. um, and this like sports center, essentially. So we like rented out a space inside of this place that had like, you know, batting cages and stuff like that. Okay. So the split happens. Zach leaves. Mm-hmm. You guys at this time are already dating. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, I want to open this CrossFit thing? Like, I want to do my own? Yeah. Three years later? So, um, 2010, like, we were engaged. We got engaged uh, at sectionals. That was, no, on the sectional. floor? Like, on the floor? Mm. Were you one of those couples? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, we can probably insert that here. <laughs> if we can find it, yeah. Yeah. There is video. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. There, I mean, there is video. That's like right on the that's, cusp of like. Can we not play that? No, can we not? Let's play it. <laughs> let's actually play it again right now. <laughs> can we not do that? All I remember, I remember like finishing a workout, and he's like, "If you had done poorly, I wasn't going to ask oh, wait, you." And this was team, so you were competing together. No, this was uh, individual at this point. Sec- oh, so it's sectionals, right? Oh, so you were oh, individual yeah, yeah. sectional yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Well, that yeah. was like they did that one year, right? Yeah. One, how, yeah, how yeah. what did you place did you come in? I don't remember. Not. I mean, great. but it was still impressive to make it. Yeah, um yeah, I don't remember honestly. I just remember that like looking back at video, like Brooke Ince is in the video because oh. it was in Leighton, Utah, is where our sectional was. But Is that yeah. the one where everybody got sick? It's the one where Miranda peed on the floor. Oh. <laughs> Insert that. Insert right that. There. <laughs> what? Why are we cleaning the floor, Miranda? What happened? Pee! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a big deal. Uh, okay. I vaguely yeah. remember. So you get engaged. <clears throat> yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. trying to dig into the no, relationship. No, it's okay. It's okay. I just okay. understand better. Yeah. So we were in. We were already engaged when we decided. Like, hey, we want to open up an affiliate. Do we want to do this together? Yes. And um, then we started. You know, thinking about the things that we needed to do in the process of you know the split with Las Vegas. And so when that happened, we kept the space at the sports center. Joe moved, and you know. Basically, the membership like split like, split like like fifty fifty essentially. So wow. we started it off with you know a handful of folks, and uh, then grew from there. That had to hurt though, the business. Both cut your revenue. Both, That's actually, what I'm saying. Right? Like, was there, we were starting off, so we were fine. Yeah, we were like, this is great. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're like, oh, already have members. Um, you know. Yeah, but if you remember, I mean, expenses like, that, were far less than like you know. So, but I mean, like you weren't immediately in the red. Like upon that, or was it like pretty close? No, we oh, were good. So, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, we were fine. Okay. So, um, f- we were fortunate in that right, way. Right. Yeah, to start off, and then you know people. I'm just, just if somebody's listening to this and you're like, hey, we lost 50 percent <laughs> of our members. Like, people are like had a heart attack just now. They're like, wait, what? More yeah, so we for Joe, it sounds like. Yeah, than well, Zach we weren't Lindsay. starting off from scratch essentially because we already had you know equipment enough to operate with those types of right, things. Right. So then okay. you could just build you know but, easily. Yeah. You're also right. It was a different day and age in 2010 where like you weren't buying. Thirty thousand dollars worth no. of equipment from Rogue. Yeah, we have a cheaper. How big was the space there? Uh, that was like five thousand, six thousand, five thousand. Oh, so significantly smaller. Yeah. Than oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Eventually, but six, that's still big six. for a. But box. it was weird. It's probably it, perfect space. But it actually. was weird shapes, so you had to do creative things. I mean, it was like cool. what was the shape? Like this? This uh, is weird too. No, no, like angles and corners oh. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when he right. says this, if you're listening, you're talking about CrossFit Rife. Yeah, this isn't. 
This is a pretty unique flow. Yeah, yeah but you I still like, have some sort of simulation of like a rectangle. Right. Know? Well, there's a dog leg in the main space. This is a rectangle. That's a square. But it's just, I guess the flow is a little unique is more what I was referring to. It's not like every everybody that comes in here, they're like, it just keeps going. You just get it lost does. in a room. Yeah. Anyway, that's not the point. So you open. And what I'm curious about is your drop-ins. Mm -hmm. You were really well known as like the best drop-in box. I mean, when I say best, like financially, do you remember your biggest month ever? From from drop-ins only. So everyone thinks that, like, this is a common misconception, actually. Oh, am I wrong? <laughs> am I making this up? So, like... I've well, never you, been when wrong. That's a lot usual, but you've yeah. made up a lot of things. So yeah. here's the deal. Like, yes, tons of drop-ins, and at the height of it, I think we, we got anywhere from, like, 70 to 100 drop-ins, like, a week. It was a lot, right? Uh, we're doing math. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Hold, hold on. on. Hold on. But hold 15 on. 15 to 20 a day. But hold yeah. on. But... Because people would repeat Vegas trips and they would come back year after year, like that kind of factors into that. Also, we did really good deals. Meaning you would see people like on a regular kind mm -hmm. of like. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's like, period. oh, this is my Vegas trip, like for work every But they're week, still they paying. They are, but we would do so. What I was referring to is they're not like, it's not the first time you've seen them every time they come in the box. No. Like she, she's no. Seen a lot them of them, repeated. yes. Yeah, see them, they repeat. Yeah, a lot of them are repeat. So, like. Um, but we did deals and so it was a lot of like marketing stuff. So we did deals with like t-shirts. So like our brand was like everywhere because of the what kind of deals. So like if somebody is thinking about what would you guys do? God, I'm so, you guys are asking tough questions. Like oh, I sold right. in hey, like, early 2016. I'm like, ah, quite, I don't remember. We don't play around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, basically we would have like, um, you know, the drop-in fee. And then if you did the drop-in fee plus a t-shirt, it was like 30 bucks. And then we had like weekly rigs. Don't ask me that. Cause I can't remember. Um, but basically it was like super cheap and it was like right. way cheaper for people to come in to do that. Um, so really our revenue stream, you know, we would only be like, Rough, I mean, a third is quite a bit, but it's a lot of, like, retail mm -hmm. um, sales. Like, I had to keep, we had to keep stock. We had to f eventually hire somebody that, that was, like, their full-time thing as far as, like, keeping things in rotation. I mean, we sold shoes. We sold lifters. We did um, a huge, a huge, you know, kind of similar to what we have here at Rice. So, that's actually a good little segue there just yeah. to branch off on that. So, when, when Lindsay came here, that was... A pretty, uh, that was a weak point for ours that I was, had been trying to like sort it out. And I basically. Front just, office was disgusting. I It's still. Front office me. wasn't. I mean, it was just like there was, was no disgusting. retail space up there. It was ugly. Well, it's still disgusting because now it's just, your office. But, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but the the retail thing was a, was a kind of a pain point. I was like, hey, and, sh and they, and I knew they had done that well there. So I, I was just like, hey, whatever you guys did there, can you replicate that here? I was like, I'm giving you carte blanche. Like, just do it. So the, what a lot of what we did was what. Like a kind of a spinoff of what you had done there. Yeah, just something simple. Like IKEA is fantastic. <laughs> but I want to say two things about this. One, the big mistakes are doing that drop in with a T-shirt because if you if you charged twenty five dollars to drop in at max effort back then, I it's don't like, think anyone would have cared. But by adding five dollars, the box thinks I'm making more money. But then you factor in the T-shirt costs twelve dollars, and you're actually now making less money per drop in. Mm -hmm. So. Box owners, don't do that. Right. Charge a drop-in fee, sell T-shirts. In a normal environment, absolutely agree with you. But when people will come in, people will buy gifts. And literally, people would leave with like five, six T-shirts. Well, but so, they would have done that plus a drop-in fee. Yeah, and so... It's different, though. Like, when you have when you stack volume into a retail scenario, the strategy changes a little bit. So, like, when we recommend people sell bundles, you can eat a little bit of the cost because the cart that they check out with is $150 instead of $25. Sure. I give you, yeah, that's a little bit different and then the other thing i hear from 
And, and if you're doing it well, this, this doesn't matter. But a lot of boxers are like, cool, we need to do retail. We need to hire someone. And then it's like, if you actually do the math, you're in the. You're, you're no. either losing yeah. money or the small amount that you're making mm-hmm. isn't worth the headache. Like you're better off just. There's multiple variations of retail. Most gyms don't need to do anything that would resemble what she was doing <laughs> no, at Max right. Effort because they wouldn't have the throughput. So you, she's talking about they would do the equivalent of one gym's total membership base in a week in drop-ins. I'm just right, talking. So 400 people a month coming through there. Four times the size of most gyms' total membership base. Like that's a different scenario. At which point, like you should probably get that sorted out. Which is that becomes a that becomes a legitimate strategy within the business in order to create additional revenue for yeah, a number of things. But front anyway, desk person. Yeah. We had all of these. But things. I just don't want yeah. your normal everyday box right. out of Vegas. Yeah, like, right. I need and, to do X, Y, and Z. Which like that was a unique scenario. And even then, I think yes. you'd go back in time and be oh like, Oh my gosh, changed so many things. Yeah. You're like, Oh, that sucked. We definitely could have done way better financially there than we, than we did. Absolutely. Right. And yeah. I mean, even in Vegas, you probably could have charged more for these people are drunk and hung over and <laughs> they're spending money. Like money becomes like irrelevant in, on the strip. Right. You'd be surprised how many people were like, Oh, the Uber ride or the taxi right here. And like all yeah. of those things, you know, but, but like again, how much did you lose at the crap table? Not, yeah, that's not, like I want to talk about not it. as many. Yeah. That, that, you know, a handful of people would say those kinds of things but it's like our demographic is like oh, you can so shell out a couple yeah. extra dollars yeah I don't, I don't know where to go let's go let's go with this question here you're gonna want to timestamp this one katie <laughs> you are one of the best and, and we'll go back into max effort but somewhere along the line you came on to seminar staff mm-hmm. so that means over the course of a couple of years you developed well as a coach mm-hmm. you are in my opinion and I, I don't know about you fern but you are probably the most confident female coach i've ever met Really? On the floor, at least. <laughs> Look, I, I mean, I really believe that. I think, and, and part awesome. of it is I've seen you coach plenty. You're a great coach. Like, Thank you. No one's ever going to be like, you know, they'll say things about you, Lindsay. Don't, don't get me wrong. People text <laughs> me all the time about you. What's up with that crazy girl? But I'm like, no, she's a great coach. But, you know. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> uh. No, but you are great. You are a phenomenal coach. What's it like being, you know, a female coach? And, and we talk a lot about imposter syndrome. We get questions a lot oh. from from women being, you know, top of the line coaches, but and and you're on seminar staff with some of the best in the world. How many also. seminars have you worked to? You're up there. You got to be three hundred. Um, I'll hit three hundred in January. Yeah, I mean okay. you are you. I mean, and you've if, worked. If this whole last couple of years, I would have been well over. over yeah, well over. Yeah, but I mean, between you and who else? We got like the Jenny Ors, the Jen Marshalls. You know, we've talked about ECs and. Nicole Christensen's like, but you're Denise up there. Thomas. Denise Thomas, right? To like be every, in those category. Thank you. Yeah, oh, no, for God. real. Like you're a great, great coach. I mean, <laughs> and if people check you out, your Instagram, you have your coaching a lot on there. Like you mm-hmm. can learn a lot from it. How do you Just get? Don't there? go too deep into those yeah, stories. Yeah, <laughs> you can learn a lot about <laughs> everything. But but how do you develop that confidence as a female coach um, in the CrossFit world? So it's interesting that we're just talking about drop-ins because when I first started coaching, obviously I had good mentorship, like Zach's on staff, um, uh, and, and Joe, uh, both of them. They're they're great, but mostly Zach uh, was Joe. The leader. Marsh. Joe Marsh. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, his, right. yeah, his yeah. old partner. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, you know, Zach was like my Try to keep up with this. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, come story, on, come Brian. on, come on. Um, so, anyway, <laughs> uh, I, in the beginning when I first started coaching, I was like, this is terrifying. And I remember, like, remembering, you know, Zach's like, hey, man, you just kind of have to, like, fake it till you make it. You just have to be a little bit bigger version of yourself. So I kind of went into every class with this, like, idea of, I'm just going put on a show. Like, I'm just going to act. I don't feel as confident as what I'm projecting right now, but like, 
you know, and even in that time, like, you know, lesson planning wasn't a big deal, like a big thing. And, but I tried to go in with some sort of like teaching progression and like general warm up during that time. Sounds like my laugh. Did you? It did sound like yours is yours is far louder than that. Yeah, Yeah, way way more irritating. (laughs) Perfect. Um, But then when we got all the drop ins, I it was terrifying because you know you have plan plan A, and then I was like, oh shit, now I have to have plan B. Can I say shit on here? Is that okay? We've never never cursed on this. I've definitely not gotten feedback about the amount of profanity used in the podcast. Um, You know, plan A, plan B, and then like factor in humans I've never met and being a novice coach. I had to really change that thinking around to, oh my God, I hate this because I don't know you and I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know how to scale you to, this is an opportunity. And I really think that that fast tracked me and prepared me well for not only seminar staff, but just being able to like drop in and like see a human, you know, for the first time ever and be able to So coach. that's a very common, I don't want to say excuse, is that right? So think level I don't know two where you're is going like you've, you've coached a ton of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot I, don't, of I don't know I've these n- people. I don't know yeah. these people. I've never seen them move before. Yeah. To which That's my as response, good as they're going to get right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To which my response is always like, it, a it doesn't matter, and b you need to do more. So right? let's like, clip this for those of you that just took your level two filled with those excuses. Go back and listen <laughs> to Lindsay. She's saying you suck, basically. <laughs> she says, "Hey, you're a turd. You're a turd. Look at me. No, but I mean, you're you're absolutely right because it's one of the number one, and it's and it's just like." People are scared, right? So they show up to that environment. You're coaching in front of your peers. Yeah. You freak. You get freaked out. Yeah. And and most people don't leave the f- the four walls of their affiliate to go see like, a lot of different athletes. Yeah. But then, you know, that's again, it's, it probably is the number one rebuttal, mm-hmm. if you will. That's but I've you. never seen them move, and I'm like that, and that it's just not my gym, right? right. Which is just yeah. like, well, how about you have them move? And then we can sort it out. You can real see, time. like, I know your knee is going to cave in just by doing like a general warm up line drill, Spider Man lunge. If you can't push your knee out during that portion, it probably is going to suck over that's, here. We do a squat. That's like actually, we we've been joking a lot, but that's like super deep coaching right Correct. there. That's like I'm using this general warm up. Yeah. I don't need to know anything else about you. I watched one Spider Man lunge or multiple, whatever, and I know your knee is going to cave in. Right. Like so, we're squatting later today. I'm not going to let you throw 315 note, or yeah. whatever it, on the bar. It it never ceases to like blow my mind how much data we are gathering at any given point inside of a no, class. No, no. Like from minute one, minute zero. You're mistaken. Your good coaches are <laughs> gathering that data. Correct. Yes. Shitty coaches are just running a warm-up. Yeah, hurting And cats. I think that's a big difference. <laughs> like if you're listening, like that's huge. Like I know – well, this goes back to what we've talked about before, what you and I have discussed at Nauseam, which is, because Lindsay does all, she's taking the vast majority of our coach development and doing coach evals here. She's now. always doing, I mean, I see you're always doing evals on And the this, the whole, the stories. concept of everything is intentional. At no point am I just checking out and people are just moving aimlessly. Mm-hmm. Like everything I'm doing is for a reason is to get information to make a later decision about something that's happening. And I'll give you, you know, yesterday I coached a class here at Rife. It wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Was, I don't think was it was ter- good. Cassidy, was Cassidy was gave me terrible feedback. Um, no, but it was, like, and I was like, like, one of my excuses I immediately gave you was like, I don't know these people. And I was like, and it's, cool story. Does it make it easier? <laughs> of course, but it doesn't make it impossible. It's actually, I, I actually, I the, the longer I've coached, I think it is, it becomes harder 
to coach people that you interact with every day. Like co- the coach Glassman saying, which is like, don't let my eyes get used to your shitty yeah, movement. Yep. You just get accustomed to people's movement and you become a little bit less relentless every single day as somebody who They all hate true. me. I don't well, like But you you'll you'll let things you'll let things go. Like mm-hmm. everybody does. Like everybody has that. Yeah, We're just yeah. like, well it's just Bob and I don't feel like and having a verbal joust with Bob right now. You don't want to fight know? with your friend or ruin their right. day if they're having like it's a morning right. class, it's an email. But know with new people I'm like, I don't know you. Push your yeah. knee out, right? So uh, trying to put yourself in that mindset like that. where, like, movement is movement absent of a person or face or a name. I know it sounds a little bit, you know, binary, but, like, that's kind of how you... No, that's right, though. That's kind of how you need... Like, this is something that uh, Steve Haydock uh, kind of... I learned this from him years ago, which is one of the fastest ways that I learned to do that is remove remove the verbiage or the things you would say in your mind that's like, hey, a little bit kind of or sort of, right? Hey, the elbows are a little bit down, right? Because what it turns into is a justification to not intervene. Yeah. If I just say, hey, the elbows are down, that's a binary. Well, then what are you going to do about it? Because mm-hmm. right? if they're just a little bit down, well, then I'm like, well, how, how down do they need to be in order for us to, that's a, to, to, to engage and here? I, you and, know, be- and it becomes a real wishy-washy I, scenario. I piggyback on that. I say this at level two. It's like faults are black and white. There is no gray. It's, you know, how gross is it or how nuanced doesn't matter. A fault is a fault. So yes or no. I like direct people like that at level two. So I'm like... Are their elbow? Where are their elbows? Yes or no? In the right spot? No. Well, it's a little bit. Yes right. or no? Exactly. Period. That's, that's yeah. especially the first drill of the weekend at level right. two: is mm-hmm. seeing and correcting, mm-hmm. or teaching and correct. Whatever. It's changing all You're the time. You're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you worked? <laughs> it's last weekend. It's way too last long. Last weekend. <laughs> and I looked over and I was like, "What drill? Is, like, what's happening over in Jenny's it's group?" It's teaching and seeing. I'm working at level two this weekend. I haven't worked one a little bit. I'm teaching and seeing first, teaching and, and seeing. then seeing and correcting. Yeah. That's what I was. Do you guys want me to review the schedule and timeline with both of you? No, I have it. I think, you know, both of you nailed it, and I think that's interesting, that binary aspect of coaching. It's a yes or no. So if you're listening and you go back into coaching and you're just like, the elbows is a great one because people are like, yeah, it's good enough. It's like, yes, no. Those for elbows, what? if we load that with 225, that yeah. barbell's on the ground. Right. Yeah. Like, we all know that. Okay, mm-hmm. so you become a great coach due to these drop-ins. What was We talked with Cassidy recently about his journey. Mm-hmm. Zach, your fiancé at the time, is... On staff already. Mm-hmm. So what was your kind of like, okay, I want to do this. You, you you were probably around this, right around the same time as us, if I'll I'm let, correct. Fill everybody in. Uh, yeah, I am senior is, to both of you. Yeah. Actually, I don't know oh. if I'm senior to you. Jason, when did you get on? Akron, sorry. 20, end of 2013. Yeah, you, um... September-ish. Oh, stop it. I'm senior to you. What is, oh, what is, when when like, did you get on? April 2013. I was going to say, say March. Hey. You know, I was going to say March 2013. Do you know how much? The only person that's been fired more than Katie is Lindsay. What does that even mean? We fire Katie daily. And oh, I, yeah, fire Katie. You. Actually, I fire you at least twice a day. We meant to fire yeah. you this morning, Katie. Am I fired? <laughs> yeah. You're fired. Yes. <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay's very fond of bringing that up. She's like, I'm senior to you. And I'm I like, do. well, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> you're maybe senior in one way area. I'm the boss here. Um, so you got on early 2013 then. So I actually started the intern process in 2012. Okay. Um, but then I had shoulder surgery. and so You've had two soldiers? <laughs> yeah. Shoulder? Right. And then uh, both sides. Recently. Yeah, so. We'll talk about your regional <laughs> athlete Woo! stuff going on. Yeah. So do as I say, not as I do. You, you interned in 2012. What, and then what, I, had, what I stopped the process because I had I was in a sling and I didn't feel right. People were paying you know a thousand bucks to come to a seminar. I'm like, uh, we'll wait to this heals. Would you have changed so that now? Up. All these years later, would you say I can do it with my arm in a sling? Um, professionally for that job, could I? Yes, yeah, absolutely. But you wouldn't like, be at your best interning, which is a slightly different. Exactly, but it's like you know you do things with one arm. Obviously, I could still do that, but. In a perfect world, like with, for these people paying this much mm-hmm. money to That's do those fair. things professionally. How far yeah. were you through the first time? Um, I had two 
internships. And then you did the shoulder surgery. And then in sho- and then EC was like, you can continue if you want. I was like, I don't feel right about that, so I'm gonna wait. And so I waited about six months and, and then, then picked back up. And then start back over, which was devastating. <laughs> and then how many? You went through how many the second? Two. So you did so four, four total. Yeah, four okay. total. Yep. Yeah, but turns out those six months, you don't get better. No. Right? <laughs> so who was your final flow master? Who gave you the go ahead? Uh, Stefan. Roche. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Old school. He's yeah. back in the he is back. Mix. Yeah. He is back. He I don't know what his role he's, now is. Um, is he in the I think games? he's like content. Uh, he might, I, I didn't know that. He's yeah, always been remember. involved in the game. But yeah. yeah. Anything, but he. What was he doing? Strength and conditioning at UCLA like a, for a bit. I think he was yeah, the so he, he has. There's some old videos and journal articles of him. If you go way back into into the journal, we're gonna do Helen here. Uh, it's uh, three rounds, 400 meter run, 21 swings with a 1.5 pood kettlebell, and then 12 pull-ups. You have to hold up our reputation. Yeah, so, I'm gonna three, stop and wait. Three, two, one, go. For the kettlebell swings. Uh, you know, I, I've watched the styles change over the years uh, with the games and everything. I probably, versus a traditional kettlebell person, I'm probably going to give a little more knee bend and sit down into it because I like popping it overhead and using my legs to do it instead of pulling with the arms. I am going to bend the arms and get it overhead. kind of saves my grip a little bit instead of having it out here and having my grip stop the kettlebell from flying out. So it's going to save my grip for those pull-ups. Because he was a strength conditioning coach for Cal. Berkeley? No. Um, UC Berkeley? Anyway. San Diego. Was it San Diego? (laughs) San Diego. Yeah, yeah. So it was like Southern California. But And then I don't remember how he kind of like worked. But I remember seeing him at the games this year. And I was like, oh, dude, you're back. That's great. He told me, and I feel really terrible not remembering. He does. He does listen to the show. Big tall. He's he's huge. He's like 87 feet tall. Give us the... um, Okay, so let me answer. So I got on staff because we used to host... Seminars. Seminars. And I would watch it all the time. And I love traveling. And I used to watch Zach go everywhere. And I was like, I want to do that. Like, I want to travel everywhere and teach this. This looks like so much fun. And I remember how inspiring my level ones were. Because I took multiple, like, throughout, you know, pre-test, the first test. Who was your very first level one coaches? (sighs) Um, Because we were talking, Ferns brought up this idea of lineage in the past. Like, what's your lineage I, like. I don't know if this was my first. So I took my first level one in early 2009. And I can't remember if this was the first one or the second one. But here's here's who was teaching one of these seminars in the very beginning. I had Rory McKernan. Yeah. Maran, you guys, people Miranda know ben, him from the games broadcast team, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which, you right. know, super personal. So he's like, you know, real enthused. Uh, Miranda. Miranda. Yeah. Previously at Oldroyd. Um, Todd Whitman. Jason Kalipa. Oh, okay. wow. And I think Nadia was there for one that of them, sense. too. Yeah. And the West Coast team. And yeah. all I remember, I just really remember, you know, we say at seminars, like, people don't remember all the content. It's really about how they made you feel. And you know Todd Woodman is just really incredible. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah, but giving, incredible. But a great yeah. Giving feedback. Yeah. Giving yeah. feedback, yes. He's gotten better over the years. <laughs> He's Last brutal. Last time he gave me feedback, I almost cried. <laughs> I have cried at his feedback, so hey. Um, anyway, uh, he delivered content. He was just so passionate, and, and I just remember that it was like incredibly infectious. And I was just like, "Wow, yes, whatever you're saying, yes." Sign me so, up. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. In. So you so you you make it on staff. Mm-hmm. Four internships, which is great. Mm-hmm. You, do you remember like the final feedback you got from Stefan before he gave you the go ahead? 
Um, so let's see. During that, it was um, really how to like move around the group to see like um, better static and dynamic faults moving forward. Um, and I just like took that and ran with it as far as like working methodically, you know, in a circle of like group for static, dynamic for one person. Um, and that really, that really like I think like I just ran with that feedback. Um, obviously, you get more over the course of working seminars but um I, I remember that I remember that one specifically because I was like how do you see this stuff all I like how did I miss that where are you looking and then he was like move like this and I'm like oh okay that's one of the things that I've learned teaching that over the years is that 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 whole process seems overwhelming to people but I'm like it's it's actually very rigid like if you really break that down like mm-hmm. the movement that you have in the class it's like it's it's very it's like here here, 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 mm-hmm. here. But then once you get good at it, then it seems like uh, f- like free flowing. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if we stop that person and we just mapped out every single checkpoint, like it's very systematic as you go through. Well, I think what probably can look confusing for more novice coaches is that when you're good at this, you are able to work in that methodical way that doesn't seem like you're working in a method. Right. You're like, it's a flow. okay, like I stopped here. I'm going to get in here and teach and I might give a cross circle cue, but I'm coming. R- I remember where I left off right. and I'm going right back to that spot. So that's one of the first things that I'll have people do at some point in the level two is I'll just walk them through. We won't do any queuing and I'll just have them work through the process and I'll have them verbally talk through static, static, dynamic, static, and then move to the next person. And they'll make it one and a half person before they deviate from the plan. I'm like, no, 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 go go back. (laughs) Where am I? I blacked out. But I'm like, come back. And I'm like, this is, you have to master that like patterns so that it almost becomes second nature that I'm not actually thinking about the pattern. It's just the way I move through. And again, that can be incredibly overwhelming for people who, you know, they're processing all of this information of like, what am I looking at? I'm like, wah, you know? So that's why we talk about looking at one thing, Mm -hmm. just focus on that thing. And and a lot of those instances, I think you have to separate certain things. So Mm -hmm. like you have to, you have to do the drill absent of any teaching or coaching. It's right. just like, I'm just going to move and I'm just going to mm-hmm. practice moving through the room. Mm-hmm. And now I have to get a basic feel for this. Now I'm like, now coach one thing or like, look there, say that, mm-hmm. and then see if you can hold that when you keep your pattern. And it doesn't matter. Circles, lines, triangles, doesn't, doesn't matter. The point is the point is the pattern, the, the, the idea of understanding movement to put yourself at visual advantage applies all the time. Mm-hmm. And the, and the goal is to no longer need that pattern, but the pattern is how you get better. And then eventually right. it just becomes, I'm coaching. Well, you do kind of need the pattern. You just don't, it's not something that it takes up a lot of, about yeah, it. it's not like a lot of, your brain housing group doesn't require a ton of RAM in order to operate, operate oh, that anymore. Yeah. Good one. Right. Good you one. Like that? Yeah. So. All right. Like your, I, like your 2012. I don't even know what you just said right now. 2012 <laughs> Mac. He can run one program anybody at a time. Who's in the mil- Anybody who was in the military just had a bad flashback just <laughs> he, now. He was texting <laughs> and emailing and his computer shut down last yeah. night. Um, so you, you make it on seminar staff. You're still at max effort. Mm-hmm. You know, flashing forward a little bit, max effort as well as the relationship, kind of, you move forward. Yes. Let's just leave it at that, right? Love that. You yeah. move, yeah. You move, move on. Forward. Yeah. You move forward. You're still a part of staff. Mm-hmm. Before we get to how you got here to CrossFit Rife, somewhere in there, Dave Castro calls you up and he's like, Lindsay, I need a pipe-hitting woman <laughs> by my side at the games. It's going to be, you know, it's not going to be glamorous. You're going to be getting me hats all day. Hats. Edit that out. Don't get me in trouble with Dave. I'm going to get a text That's what I imagine. It's like, Lindsay, where's my hat? Get me a new T-shirt. 
All right. So, like, th- Too much cheese on this taco. Right. <laughs> no, but Lindsay's told me. It's I'm, like, I'm fired now. Get, thank no, you. Thank you for that. It's like, I need to make sure he eats. He's like that. But wh- yeah. wh- where, where in there was Dave like, hey, Lindsay? Because you also judged with us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is back in Carson. So I assisted him. Uh, I think that first year was like 2014, 13. He's somewhere. always, no, I mean, 14, he's got like you, that. Nadia Times, Nicole Christensen. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Natasha, I think, mm-hmm. is there as well. So first of all, I feel like there's a lack of equality in that job position, Dave Castro. Like, I'm not volunteering. I've never been actually. asked, Dave. <laughs> Dave, I mean, what's the difference between Lindsay, Natasha, Nicole Christensen, Nadia, and me? They could probably get up on time. Out of bed. Fair enough. Which you have failed to Fair do enough. in the last few days. Uh, Fair enough. I'm not very good at that either. So That's a good point. Yeah. I was going more with Dave. I'm the only person that's going to be there on time. I was going more with there's a bunch of attractive women and then there's Jay. But yeah, yeah. the on time thing is probably yeah, it's pretty accurate. important for Dave, I think. Yeah. So what was that first year like? Well, well, actually, what was like the was it a call? Was it a text? Was it an email? Hey, I need you um, to help me I'm out. I'm trying to think like I. DM? Did he slide into I your DMs? I, no, there wasn't. Like, I don't even remember if I was on Instagram Where, at that When was the time. first time you kind of like met him for the open? Is that when the first so time he, you guys kind of like so he was outside of staff? Of, I mean, like, so he was one of Zach's um, bud and bud instructors. instructors. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's oh, why. Okay. So he would like he Got lived it. in SoCal okay. at that time. He would come to Max or well, CrossFit Las Vegas or Max Effort when we used to host seminars. So we I'd see him quite a bit. So I literally face to face asked him if I could intern for staff. Like oh, guys, wow. he was in the gym and I, I told Zach and he's like, you should just ask him. And I was like, ah. but Dave is like <laughs> peek behind the curtain. He's fantastic. Yeah, so yeah. much cooler than yeah. people. And I don't mean like he's not cool, but like, well, he had that like, whole like games person. Yeah, he he's had the whole like person. games persona for a while. And I was like, you know, the cornrows. The cornrow thing is what people not, It was the frosted tips for me. Like It was yeah, one year. So, um, but you asked him to intern, and what was Nate his response? put both of those in there, cornrows and frosted tips. For that, yeah. Dave, we love you. We yeah. appreciate... Actually, you're no longer our boss, I have a funny, Dave. I have a funny so story about that. Technically, you can't fire me yeah. anymore. So. The, fr- the frosted tips one, like that was... I think that was like the... F- one of the first games. Did he ask you if that was a good idea? So, yes. And oh, so, I'm really? so oh my okay, so this is really bad, right? This is we before. don't usually gossip on this it's show, but let's no, dig It's, it's really great. It's really great. It'll give him a laugh. Um, so, I'm, like, running around and, like, assisting Dave at that point. I was actually taking care of the judges. Like, I got you guys, like, an obnoxious amount of snacks. In-N-Out Burger, maybe? Yes, Those I did, M&Ms. actually. M and M's, the peanut yeah, pretzels, M&Ms. yeah, and all peanut of pretzels yeah, that Jay refuses to partake in. <laughs> I don't. I'm just pulling them out of my pocket on you the floor. I stay clean for <laughs> snacking under his mask <laughs> this year. Um, so he's walking in with Courtney Rife into the like. The oh yeah, room Courtney's guys, another one of the yeah. girls. Yeah, and so like we're well, walking down the hallway, right hand, and he had it. frosted his tips, and he goes, and oh, Jomo was standing there too, Joe <laughs> Alexander. And so we're walking. He's like, hey, what do you think? And I go, I looked at him down his face. And this is before I really knew Dave. Hindsight, this was really not smart. But I was like, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> he I probably appreciated said that. that. No. It, well, well, he got him. He got him. He left. His, you know, he's, he's sensitive. Feelings, yeah. yeah. And so like. What? You should have seen Courtney's face. He didn't face. do anything Joe's about face it. too. Just, yeah. Everyone was like. I could see Joe. I can see both Jomo's face and internally what his face would look yeah, like when Jomo you said that. Jomo is like a man's man. He is not frosting his hair. He was. He was like this. He's like, oh god, you're fired. Yeah. Uh, so, I said, does that wash out? Is so that what he Lindsay was got fired. Everybody. <laughs> so yeah. he was like. So Dave was like, wow, maybe we should change your job to like cleaning toilets or whatever. Ha ha ha. So later, and then he, he hands had, you a toilet bowl brush. Later, he had Courtney text me and she's like, hey, um, so uh, Mally is going to get you a flight home today. 
this is good. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> vomit. Because I had like talked to Zach and he's like, you said what to Dave? And I was like, oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Anyway, big joke. He thought he was funny. <laughs> I pooped a little. <laughs> so good job, Dave. You got me. You- I didn't go home, but it was like this like- whole thing. And then now it's just like a funny story. So. Oh, we great. talked about yeah. sound effects. I think that I pooped a little would be a good sound effect yeah, yeah. to keep Poop. on the show regularly. Yeah. I pooped a little. Um, <laughs> So, and what was that year like? Was it fun, though? Like, I mean, for those, if you ever watch Dave, like, I don't know that you would ever see you guys. Maybe it's because we're kind of a little behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. but it seems like Dave is walking, and then you guys are just, like, helping him out, helping him out. Yeah, so, like, obviously, the games are, like, a big undertaking, and so it doesn't work if you don't, like, have a team, and, like... It's intense, like, watching Dave work and, like, the things that go on in his brain. And, like, obviously he's done this many, many years, um, you know, so he can, like, rudder adjust pretty quickly. But, you know, you need people to be able to run around and go do things and grab you stuff and get this person here and this needs to happen and what is this. And, you know, you don't see those behind the scenes, uh, you know, after the big show. Like, I remember the first time going behind the scenes, like, whoa, this is crazy like i don't think people understand the level of production that goes on at the games no way people are like it's like it's i I, I talked to justin berg about this very briefly it's like monday night football times four for a week for yeah right for five days and for multiple multiple divisions right so i think the the issue with that is like you need in something like that when there's just like so many moving moving parts you need a group of people to basically like catch thoughts that come out of your brain essentially. Mm-hmm. So, because you don't have the time or bandwidth to write it down, to write it down text, or to yeah. go execute it on your like, uh, blah, blah, blah. And so he's like, I got it. I'll go do it. And then come back. Otherwise you, otherwise the games wouldn't run at the level that it runs. And that thing runs like nothing I've ever seen. Actually, before. Katie, let's grab Justin Berg. He'd be great for the podcast. You mentioned oh, he's JB. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Old school flow master, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, general manager Across of the, the South Crossfit side, games. Yeah, down in Jacksonville. Yeah. Yep. So you, you've had fun doing that. You're yeah. no longer judging. Is that it? Like, is that are you? Like, when was the last time you judged? Two years ago. Three? 2018, actually. Three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and okay. so. <laughs> what was so? What was that? Actually, like? I think I saw a glimpse of you. If you guys haven't watched the most recent, um, the new games, which Lindsay wasn't even aware was out. Was well, Tyson, the, <laughs> Tyson's going to come on the podcast to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, but but they just released that. Yeah. It's great. I thought it was awesome, and I think there's a, a couple snapshots. There's one of you in there looking completely lost. Like usual, that and then I think there's nothing a, like me. Yeah, yeah, and then I, I think there's a clip of you in there, like very brief snapshot yes. judging something. I think out on the. On Why'd the you field, go back to judging? Was it just Dave didn't need four or five people? No. Or did you ask? So that year, um, I by recommendation of uh, Jomo Joe Alexander, um, I asked. I was like, hey, you know, like, you know, potential like flow master stuff. Like, what would be? Um, Katie, can you just walk in that room for me real quick? Lights out. Yeah. What would be? I forgot to ask about that earlier. <laughs> Thanks, Cassidy. Thanks, Cassidy. Dark got it. We have motion sensors license here, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> just dark, I just had a thought. darkness no. now. <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted to be flow master. Yeah, well, or just like, you know, what's how could I continue that process? And it, you know, one of the recommendations is like you should judge the games. And and, and I didn't understand. I was like, okay. It's uh, number one terrifying because, oh, my gosh, like everybody's staring at you. And if you mess it up, like you really, <laughs> you're fired. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, so... I was like, all right. And then after judging, I was like, oh, I get it. Because it's like the team environment, the camaraderie that is associated with that. And I, honestly, I had so much fun. The next, the following year, I got asked to judge again. But then Dave pulled me to his team again for gotcha. 2019. So you yeah. must have been so, doing a great job for Dave. I've been, I've been, is that the only time you uh, judge? That's the only time I've judged. Okay. I've been, I was on the docket to judge right, previously right. many years. But then I got I'm trying to figure out how many, how many years have you judged? 
I want to say maybe seven. seven I would do eight, it again. I think I had another role. I would well, do no, it again. but I had another role prior to trying to get the games. I get to hang out with you guys. I remember like, you so and I fun. were on the same team of ten. Yep. I forget we were. who was our uh, maybe Rob Joe again. La- Rob. Oh, Rob Lawson. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome dude. Yeah. Yeah. You've judged more than me. Eight or nine, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so you know, is it something you're pretty confident? Like year after year, now you're going to be helping Dave out. I have no idea. Every year, every year, I'm like. Waiting for the that's how it is for judging yeah. too. You're kind yeah. of just like, are we doing this? Yeah, are we, the game's Do you hate me this year? year? <laughs> you just need somebody to count. Was I annoying last year? What <laughs> was anything that you were mad at me for? Did you forget now? <laughs> like, is it? Gonna ask me back. What's the dump like after the games? Like for us, like we're tired, but it's like we, we enjoy. It's it's an enjoyable experience. I imagine for games you, is a time warp. Yeah, you, like you, I remember this year we had our first like, meeting oh, and I said to somebody, hours. I was like, we're gonna be at the after party tomorrow. Yeah, and it's basically. but it's gonna be like a week, you know what. What's it like for you? I would imagine it's just like nonstop, 24-7. Yeah, it's the same. Um, you have to be like you're on standby. And then um, as over the years, like I've gotten closer to like doing things that are really important for Dave. So um, what's the most important thing you've done? I can't. The games would have fallen apart. I, secret, I can't, top secret. I can't, oh, it's like, not. Yeah, I can't. Not like you like uh, you need created the, the workout. No. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay, come up with yeah. something real quick. Uh, we need a Vendy. Roll a marathon. Throw yeah. a softball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clip that in there, too. <laughs> Dave, that was a great event. I think it was a true test of fitness. Um, so weightlifting and throwing, it's in the pyramid. All right. Yeah, we should test it Sports. occasionally. Yeah. yeah, once every twenty years, maybe. So okay, let's let's get back yeah. to, to reality. You you leave Vegas, you had a pit stop in one of the Carolinas. North Carolina. Yeah, you mm-hmm. had a cup of coffee there. And then you're like, all right. for like five years. <laughs> like, there? It was four, a long cup of four, coffee. Four, four. I don't know how much you want to dig in. Yeah, you no, know? it's okay. It's okay. So let, let's just talk about this question then. You you go from owning your box to coaching at someone else's box. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yeah. Sounds like you loved Except it. Except here. I love it here. No, but I mean, there was a little different. <laughs> you were, you, were in a, yeah. you were in a relationship, right? So yeah. the person that owned the box, you were... Oh, that's relation. where we're going. Okay. Yep. Well, okay. well did you coach in somebody else's box? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. there was two, there's, there's there's two there's gyms. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There oh, was so like tell me more. Three, I didn't Honest, know that. So uh, this is what I like to say about my North Carolina experience. Like, and to be, to be aware that you're, this person listens to the show, so don't say anything too bad about. No, no, no. no I'm no, just kidding. No. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, big fan. Big like, fan. It, the, uh, anyway, in North Carolina, <laughs> relax. Um, I'm not gonna say anything crazy. Uh, so. Do we have a for me, edit button, a silent, what's a, a call mute. button? Just yeah, mute. Just mute. <laughs> um, no, so I think after selling Max Effort, I like bebopped around to a couple different places because I was searching. I was trying to fulfill that hole because that was honestly the hard part, like selling Max Effort, leaving. That was the hardest part of, of, of everything, right? And How so, long have you been in ownership? Like eight years at that point? Yeah, something okay. like that. I was like, ah, no, not that long. It was like five or six. I, I don't still know, love like a that. significant investment of your time. And I mean, but energy. and we like you know it was my baby. You know, we grew up from nothing to right. like huge. So right. um, I think I was trying to do that someplace else or have that same feeling, and I just didn't. Everywhere it was just like you know. It's hard to, yeah, you can't replicate until 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 Rife. And right, I so. should not have been surprised because obviously leadership trickles on down. I knew the team was going to be awesome. You're 
Are you like? He's glowing. Like, He's yeah. glowing right now. Don't confuse. Yeah. That's his resting face. Just get a face. still. Just yeah. get a still of this, Nate. Nate, also, can you make? Yeah. I've been wanting to do this image of Fern. Nine images: happy, sad, but it's just all angry, the same face. But it's all the same face. Can you make one of those? <laughs> Thank you. Um, but but uh, before yeah. you even tell me how great Fern is, we all know how great Not he is. Not Fern, whatever. The, but <laughs> what was this conversation? Because you guys knew each other on staff. Mm-hmm. You, I, be, I mean, I think we spoke about it. You had an idea she was willing and ready to relocate. So a few, it was a few years ago, actually. It was when before. she moved to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. We started working together quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So I was, you know, like. We would see each other once a month, probably. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you I mean, were in West Virginia, or Virginia, I should say. Yeah. You were in the Car- same, North Carolina, same, North Carolina. Same region, essentially. Right. Yeah. So it was, it was very common that we would be on the, mm-hmm. on the gig together. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you, you develop a good friendship that way. Right. Yeah, just but, like with everybody. And like yeah. a few years ago, like he kind of like just dropped that little nugget. He's like, you should come work for me. And I was like, ah, ha, 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 no, this I'm not ready. This is she was coaching for somebody else? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in North Carolina. Yeah, I was living in North Carolina. And I was like, ha, 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 no, I'm good. Like, so I'm comfortable. It was more in jest at this period then. No. Was, no, it was, he was oh. serious, but I was like, no. Yeah, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> I, personally, I personally think more people should do that. I think there's a lot of great work coaches. For you? you just like throw the no, 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 idea no. out no, there? No, I don't not work for me, but just more people should try to pull in great coaches this idea that you can only pull people from your gym is nonsense i agree, I agree. you know yeah. where it's just like hey if there's good coaches out there who could quite literally level up yeah. your your affiliate by making a hire and then and then going out on a limb and doing that you know i did it with cassidy and then i did it again with her because i was like these are these are not the just great coaches good people I know what they're going to bring to the table. Why would I not try to figure out a way to bring them onto the team? They're going to push me as a leader. They're going to make everything here better. So I had, I had, I knew she was kind of like looking for a change. And I was like, hey, if you ever want to, if you're ever interested, like I would love to have you on the team. Well, and I want to give Lindsay a shout out because, you know, we have a person in our affiliate U group, Ryan, classified fit in mm-hmm. Yuba City, and he's actually got someone currently right now from Massachusetts. Ch- moving over there. Well, the goal Hopefully. is to get her to yeah, move yeah. her there. Yeah. But, I mean, it takes balls. Like, I think there's a lot of people that are like, I want to be a full-time coach. Okay, well, you got to come to Virginia. You're like, well, that's crazy. Like, people relocate for jobs. Your, your wife is right. in fucking Africa. Like, people right. relocate. I mean, obviously, I that's mean, a little different. It might be permanent. She <laughs> might mean, get over there and realize, hey, like, I Jess, don't like Hey, Jess, if you're you. listening, the kids are a mess. So, <laughs> I think you should. I think, Chappie had no Come underwear on. on this morning. Just for the right to get her in trouble. But Katie, back me up. Hey. He didn't have any underwear Jay on. Jay didn't have underwear on either. So <laughs> I did tell him that. So. I did let him know that neither did I. But I also. It was fine. Because let me tell a funny story about your kid real yeah. quick. <laughs> Katie, Fern, and I were having sushi at dinner last night. Chappie kept coming back for to steal Fern sushi. But at one point, he's like, Dad, bathroom, or whatever he says. Yeah. What does he say? Potty? Yeah, I gotta go potty. I gotta go potty. So the dining room table is maybe twelve feet from the. No, it's probably a little further. It's probably like twenty five feet. Twenty five feet between leaving the table, having told Fern he had to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and making his way to the actual bathroom, he got distracted by the cartoon on the television and just forgot he had to pee. And he kept. He came back like four or five times to tell you. He came back the second time, and then I had realized he never actually went the first time. Yeah. And I was because he was like, I gotta go potty. I'm like, you just went potty, and I was like, go potty. And then I and I watched him. And it was like Jay in a it, meeting. It was very much like me. It in a was meeting. like Jay. He got distracted, forgot what he was supposed to be doing, <laughs> stopped his watch, and I was like, "Go to the bathroom." It I was. Do, I do that. It would have been the perfect meme of you and I in a meeting, <laughs> and you telling me to do something. And by the time I got to the task, you like, what I was doing. watching yeah. cartoons. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I forgot I had to pee," but it was classic. It was really entertaining. Anyway, 
Anyway. <laughs> Sounds like me walking into like a room forgetting what I was supposed to be doing. We all do go, it. Yeah. We Lindsay, all do it. Lindsay's, Lindsay gets here and she's at 9.05. She'd be like, I'm late for the 9 a.m. class. I'm like, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's 9.05. <laughs> I coaching yeah. for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so when Fern tells you, hey, maybe you should come here, what was the final like, okay, I'm doing this thing? Oh, um, so yeah, um, 2020 happened. A lot of like shit popped off. It was a off. great year. This is yeah. not just the pandemic. You're talking in your life. In my personal life, personal yeah. Life. A lot of things. 2020? Feels like longer, I guess. It does feel yeah. like longer. It was last I year. It was, yeah. Isn't that incredible? I thought I you'd came been here to, two or three years. I came to check it out. I've blocked it out the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. Um, so some stuff had gone down and he was like, hey, you should come work for me. And now he like dropped the nugget. And I was like, uh, again, I was like, uh, I don't know, like maybe, but it was like in the back of my Did mind. Did I actually say come work for me? Did I use that exact verbiage? I don't know. Why, Along why those lines. So I don't know. Because I really, I really try to not use that type of verbiage. Oh. So if I said that, I apologize. Because no. I don't I, see I, it. I don't, I, don't, I don't see it that I don't, way. It doesn't sound well, like something you'd I don't, say. I yeah, I don't, just, yeah, I just like, that's, you know. You're hey, probably you like, come, hey, we have a great opportunity or something. Whatever. Whatever you said. Does we, it, does it you're very likable. I don't take offense you're to very that. very likable, Fern. We all like you. <laughs> you don't have to worry about offending people. Fern, somebody DM Fern and tell him he's great. Yeah. And then like two weeks later, some more stuff happened. And I was like, hey. I'm ready. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta come. So I came to check it out last June 2020. And like I said, like I knew. So it was but amidst talk, pandemic. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah. talk about that, right? Because this is what I recommend a lot of people do if they're thinking about hiring somebody. Yeah, so... Um, I wanted to come feel it out. Like I, so personally, like I already knew the camaraderie amongst the you staff would be great. About it was I wasn't worried about the team because we've, we've been a team on seminar staff for a long time. And Cassie, you know, um, it was what does the community feel like? And I'm an idiot. I should have known that it was going to be awesome from because yeah, again, leadership yeah. tri it trickles down. I should have known, uh, and that's really what sold me. So what I did is I stayed for was I was like here for like six days. I think you came for like a week. I said yeah, just come like down, yeah. just come down, hang out, stay at the house because yeah. like we weren't doing anything at that time like we were just yeah like nobody was traveling no, yeah. i said come down she stayed at the house mm -hmm. i think bobby came down too she did yeah, yeah bobby she stayed a couple days bobby yeah. millsap yeah. yeah she came, yeah. She came with you just to no she came up she came, she up came. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. because she came willie. to see willie too yeah. but the uh but anyway she came and i said and don't even like just hang out be an athlete and just hang out yeah. in the gym and, and just just, and just see if you like it and it was and awesome was it. what was the first indication that you were like oh this is good i i can be here so in class so number one i haven't been coached in so long no one says anything to me ever, that's never she, in classes. That's why she moves like garbage. No, she moves good. I was complimenting her booty. <laughs> I'm just she's, doing something right. she's doing something right these days. So, number one, I was getting coached. So, so like, I think you actually led a couple of the classes, Cassidy too, whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, I actually, like, enjoy class. This is awesome. And then the community, like, everyone was super welcoming. Um, it just, you know. Like yeah, it should good be. Stuff. And um, I was like, Ugh, this feels like home already. And I've been here for two seconds. This feels like what I had at max effort. <clears throat> and I've been here for no time whatsoever. And I'm like, yeah, you know, and I kind of like go coming into it. I was kind of like, you already know what you're about to do, but you're just really just kind of going to, you so know, it's good that yeah. you tested it. And then I needed um at that time, like I knew for some things that I was going through, like in my life, I knew that I needed the, support of a strong community and there was no way I was going to be able to do what I needed to do without that and so uh, that was a motivating factor and once I 
once I figured out uh, that that was here, I was like, there was a no brainer for me. That was a really good statement just about CrossFit in general for anyone listening. Mm -hmm. Like whether you want to move to coach or you're just thinking about joining a CrossFit, it's like you need a strong community. And whether it's to get you to move it's from... In, it's invaluable. Right, like, Carolina to Virginia, or to help you out of a relationship, or to just help you train for the next endeavor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's the idea of tribe, or you know, the old saying, like, it takes a village. Most people would use that in, in the context kids. of kids. Yeah. Which it does take a village. It does take a village. I mean, I'm, I'm experiencing it now. But, the, but as a person... It takes a village. It takes a village of people to get you to not do dumb things or to just pick you up when you fall down or to get you back on track for certain things. I mean, I've been through it numerous times as an affiliate. I know. Owner. You call me all the time. Here. Yeah. I'm Jay, like, hey, how you. do you deal with being so terrible? I, I, I really kind of. I <laughs> no, really, Lindsay, give me, let's, me. Let's, let's use this yeah. as an opportunity to talk for enough. Yeah. Okay. 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 Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. This, this is Lindsay's. No, you okay. told me earlier before we started this recording. This is nice because I you get to show me a little, to talk uh, you up on this. A episode. little. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Anybody's listening to this for two seconds knows I would never say that. It was a private conversation. I shouldn't have brought it. <laughs> up. Is that what we're in the bathroom together? And you're like, listen. No, but I just <laughs> want to hear. Happening. You know, for the listeners, like good leadership. Yeah. What was a moment since you've been here? Like after you were like, I'm doing this thing, Dude. where you were like, we're Fern. Like you were like, oh shit, that was really truly helpful, impactful. It made a difference in my day or my life. No crying. I know. Don't cry. I know. I know. Don't cry. So, don't look on. at me. I don't, don't want, look don't, at me I don't want the makeup to run <laughs> on the episode. Don't look. So, <laughs> you know, there's been a couple. I'm going to follow up with give me one bad thing, too. There's so a, don't do okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. There's a couple. Um, oh, I have the bad thing. We're, we'll be good. <laughs> um, there's been a few, like, there's like one or two, like, instances where I could dig into that. But I think it's. More, he does that on a daily basis. Like I feel really fortunate. Don't look at me. Sorry, I thought we were. <laughs> I thought we were. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, we got past that. I'll look like, at Jay while you're talking. <laughs> I'm crying. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. It's the dust. This room is dusty. Whenever people ask me, and specifically seminar staff, I'm like, um, you know, how's Rife going? Whatever. I'm like, it's incredible because the mentorship is incredible, and I feel. Oh shit. Okay. Um, I just feel cared about, you know, not just like inside the business, but like as, uh oh, are you gonna cry? I'm gonna if try you cry. Not to. I'll cry. Katie not- will cry. <laughs> Cassidy will start crying. Blows Cassidy me blowing my eyeballs right now. <laughs> Cassidy, <laughs> Cassidy definitely is not gonna, he's cry. Not gonna yeah, cry. He's not capable. He's just gonna make fun of me. He's, he's not capable. Chopping um, onions and right. Yeah, but like me personally, um, you know, obviously professionally, but just like um, it. it it's shown on a daily basis, and I think one of my favorite things about Fern's leadership style is that he doesn't make a big deal out of things that I'm like, oh, my God, I'm really fucking that up. Like, this sucks. I'm sorry. Like, I'll try to do better. And he's like, it's not a big deal. Like, And I'm like, oh, it just takes a lot of pressure off of me in that way because I put enough pressure on myself. Um, but, yeah, like every single day there's – you just – it. Yes. There's a lot of opportunity uh, for growth over here. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, one started thing. from the bottom and uh, we are not there yet. <laughs> not yet. Not we yet. are working, working on it. We're, We're all a work in progress. T- yeah. Everybody thought I had two kids. I have three kids. <laughs> but I did say to Fern the other day, I said, one of the things he's really great at is knowing what he can and can't control. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's probably a lot of what he's saying, like, hey, you're five minutes late. I can't control that. I realize you're late. By the way, that's not like an on. That's not a real no. scenario. Like I might slide in sideways. I've seen so you cool. post in your story sometimes <laughs> that you're late, and I'm like, 
I wouldn't be doing Listen, that. Lindsay. You're a fantastic lot of things. I don't know that like if people are like she's punctual. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If you that's, you right now, I don't know who's if they're better? like that's the top of her Give characteristic traits. Yeah. Me or Lindsay? You're equally terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. What was the quote you said about motivation yeah. last night at the at the table? Oh yeah, motivation is like bathing. It's not permanent. It should be done frequently. And, uh, and uh, as she was saying that, I was kind of thinking it's the same thing. Leadership. Yeah. Like leadership is. Uh, you know, my, I've always said leadership is like bathing. Is it's what was it again? It was <laughs> yeah, daily. You're it up. You have to do it every <laughs> couple of days. It, <laughs> that could have been really impactful, and yeah, it just yeah. you I just blew it. well. Yeah. That's how most things in this relationship go. Be like, you're about to say something profound, and it's messed up. Um, no, I like it's bathing. um like well bathe, like so bathing. Number one, I've 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 been very fortunate to ha- to be to have worked under or with a lot of both really great leaders and really bad leaders. And I think a lot of times what can be more valuable than seeing something done really well is seeing it done really, really poorly. And just having an, uh, a note that says, I'm never doing that. I don't know how necessarily to do it right, but I definitely know I'm not, not doing that, that version of What's it. What's bad leadership look like? Uh, bad leadership, like probably the, the one of the number one characteristics of bad leadership is casting of blame. That's my personal opinion is where everything is somebody else's fault. It's always out to get somebody to hammer something uh, about something that's going wrong and, and, and just always blame. And I, I've, I've had leaders like that and I've played for coaches that were like that and it's never good. It just doesn't go well. Um, so that's something, and I'm not perfect, but it's something I've, over the years, I put more and more effort into in order to not cast blame because kind of like you talked about, there's like whatever that might be, and it has nothing to do with Lindsay at this point, but the there's a problem. The problem is what it is. Assigning blame to somebody for the problem, it, it serves no value at that point. We can talk about whatever the teaching moment might be afterwards, but right now what needs to happen is we need to fix whatever the problem is and move forward. So I don't find, it, all it does in my personal opinion is it, it seeds resentment. In no, both directions, and, mm-hmm. and you know, you and I this a couple of days ago. We, I was angry. You weren't really angry. You said you weren't angry. I was frustrated. Oh, frustrated. so but, but at the same time, he lied. Basically, <laughs> I don't remember my exact emotional state, but I remember as you and I were texting, I was like, and you're like, it doesn't matter, and I was like, that's right, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We're not doing X right now. It doesn't matter. Who said what? Why it didn't happen? In the context of what happened, it was the Jay was going to the bathroom and forgot. That was the context of the situation. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I gave I peed my pants. <laughs> we got to deal with this thing. Who's changing? He me? had he <laughs> he had a sock on and shit his pants. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think, but I do think ultimately that's a really important thing. Like box owners, like putting it back to the box owners. It's like this person did this. This person. Did that. Yeah, the that coaches are matter. late. They're doing this and they're doing that. And I said, I said that's your fault. And ultimately, going back to not only does it not matter, mm. that's really the second step is like accepting responsibility. Right. Or everything like that everything that goes wrong, yeah, everything that goes wrong in the in the affiliate is the affiliate owner's fault. Like mm-hmm. it or like it or hate it. And if you don't want that, don't open an affiliate. Then don't open a box mm-hmm. or or be okay with running a subpar affiliate mm-hmm. and having so many subpar coaching I love, staff. I love those like culture questions that we get at level two. So they're like, well, what if this is ha- like? Why are you? You're allowing that to yeah, happen. Why are, why why are you is, still coaching there? This if you're is your co- fault. Yeah, like yeah. I don't understand. What about this? Did you get this? Like, well, how do I deal with people that perpetually show up late? Or okay. what about the person that doesn't listen? And then was going back to the either question address about it you. or don't worry about it is the short answer. Mm-hmm. Like either address it. It's either important enough to address or right. don't worry about it. And like, most but, of those this, are your only two options. But being mad about it forever is dumb. Mm-hmm. And most of this comes down to communication. Mm-hmm. You right. communicate really, really. You know, we've talked about your ownership with Cassidy. Like, you're, you're advanced now, like, but you're still here all day. So, you know, don't confuse not coaching 20 hours a week with 
not caring about my box and not growing the leadership team and the community. Which has been pretty impressive because I was worried. I was like, ooh. He's he's like, you were like, best hours taken off. Like, I hope he's still around. (laughs) Like, Like, is he going to check out? And I'm like, no, he's not going to check out. He enjoys being here, even if you're holed up in the office on calls like most yeah. of the day you know you see, you see him sprint through the middle still of the gym do with my his drive-bys. Air <laughs> yeah <laughs> I still do my drive-bys hey are hey, you good hey got a call are okay. you good so Can I help you so do you need anything for me no we're good just you, you've go back made it there. you've made it here to crossfit rife now mm-hmm. you how you've been here so it's just been over a little a year. year yeah just over yeah, a year, year and a few months What's different about being across at Rife than any other affiliate you've coached at? Yeah, so... Um, That's a great question. No, I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does he do well? It, what happens... What goes on well that Fern might not even be aware of? Yeah, so... Um, you know, I look... You know, personally, I, like, compare it to, like, max effort. And, like, obviously, like, you, you know, you make mistakes and hindsight. And you're like, man, I would do that different. So there's a lot of things that I'm learning here on the business side, even though that we were incredibly successful at max effort, like there's a lot of things I'm like, Ugh, that was a shit show. <laughs> like, if going back and doing it again, like, no, I would, never, I would people, never, yeah. 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 And of course I feel like that's like the evolution. It's like, I should look at myself as a coach five years ago and I'm embarrassed of that person. Same thing for like leadership, you know, purposes as a, as a affiliate owner. I was like, that's embarrassing. Like, let's not remember me from 2015. Um, so I think like I'm learning a lot of other things in, in that way here. Um, and again, I, it comes back to leadership and just like communication and how to deal with things. Cause I definitely am a, just going to punch you in the face with the reality and take it or you take it. That's probably not the best strategy most of the time. No, you're straightforward so. <laughs> and blunt, which is not a bad thing. Yeah. It can be tempered in a different way, but it's just like, um, you know, I think that I don't, you know, coaching is what it is at this point uh, for me. Like, obviously, those things can be refined. Certain things can be tinied up, but that stuff's like small rubber adjustments. I think it has to do with more. Nobody, the clients don't notice any of that stuff. Yeah, the ba- the back end things, the business stuff is really interesting. Viewing, you know, uh, the business through his lens and the things that he's done um, and his affiliate to make it successful is things that I tune into because I've done it in a different way, but like, I was going to say the, the thing that made her coming here a little bit easier is there was a lot of things that I would bring up that she knew kind of like intuitively. She's like, I know why he's discussing that where yeah. it wasn't where like <clears throat> Cassidy gets them now, but like in the beginning, like didn't know. Cause you don't know about ownership because like, if what, you're not what's an example? Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but if it's just maybe I'm making this up at this point, but like customer service, like, Hey, we need to do that because here's one. Like why? That's kind of silly. It's but just a different perspective. It's a different perspective yeah. on, on how you look at things. Um, but then they both, I think they both do a good job and I, I, I would like to think it's cause I give them the freedom to do so. They both yeah. push back a lot, which <laughs> I, which I, I'm totally fine with. Like I, I actually want them to do that. Like I don't. To you? Like yeah. push, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, because I, somebody's got to rein you in. Well, but so there's that's the where name, I was, there's the that's where I was going with. So <laughs> I like you, you kind of brought it up the other day. It's like I, I have audacious goals, and like anybody who has audacious goals, I think it's not weird for you to get out in front of your skis occasionally, and you need to have people that are able to kind of grab you by the collar and be like, hey, pump the brakes on that one. Like that's not a good idea, and then we can work that out, and maybe the order of operations is a little bit off. Um, but as a leader, I think it's important to not necessarily like be in charge, right? Like it's a, it's a collective. Right. Lead is not the synonymous with being in charge. Correct. You could be low end, but still lead. Right. You can lead up, you can lead down. Like there's a lot of ways to do that. But but let me ask from this perspective, do you think you're more receptive to that because 
Lindsay and Cassidy are both excellent coaches. I mean, all three of you technically same credential. Same. No, I don't think coaching has anything to do with it. Had, yeah, it's all. You think it's just so if you hire someone it's, brand a, new, you would a, accept it. Uh, a level yeah, one. I would. Uh, okay. Now I would not take it with the same. Especially Lindsay, who's owned affiliates. Well, and Cassidy, like, who's been here for nine years, yeah. that I'm not going to take the. But I always try to take the feedback, right? And my thing is like, regardless of whether you like the feedback or not, there's probably at least one percent truth to the feedback. So what, and taking that and, and understanding, like, is that worth addressing, or does this person not have context for mm-hmm. the for the criticism that they're giving, and they don't know the why or the how, and and they're missing all the other pieces, and all they see is one tiny thing and I'm like well that's that way because of these other eight so things. you're saying you filter it differently be, you filter differently but um no I don't think I don't I don't think getting pushback is ever easy I think you just have to be less emotional about it and be like why are they pushing back like you what are really they cons- you, what are they concerned yeah. about that they're pushing back on this so that I can understand where they're coming from well and I think probably Lindsay and Cassidy who have received a ton of feedback as well are better at delivering feedback than the average person that's bringing it, and I'm not. So it's not. It's less about the fact that they're level three or seminar staff, but it's more about. Jason gives us the uh, the freedom. Fern. Yeah, Fern. Sorry, Fern gives us the the freedom to be able to kind of communicate those things. Like I don't feel f- like fearful or that I'm going to hurt your feelings mm-hmm. or not that like I would say anything like that. But I just feel like you're you're open to those things and you you do want the feedback, mm-hmm. which I think that was what makes a great team. I try to think about what Max Effort was like. We always ask the team for ideas and different. I'm like, I can't think of it all. Like maybe you have a better idea or maybe like we're way off base and this isn't the direction that we need to be heading. Like what's the vibe? What's the like? I, and I think you do that really well. So I'm never like... Like that's a really shitty idea. We should probably not do that. I don't really say that very often, but I'm usually try to like poke holes I, in but things. But I'd be confident that if I did have one of those, somebody would say something. They'd be like, "Oh, yeah. that's dumb." Yeah, let's like, not. Don't do that. We shouldn't. It's do important, that. Yeah. right? Yeah. To surround yourself with, you can't sur- too many box owners surround themselves with yes people, or people that are just not there for the betterment of the box, right? They're there for a free membership or they want to do something, but they're not yeah. there to like be invested. And, and there's a fine line to be walked there because I think that you go the other side of that spectrum right. and the box owner says, well, they should care as much as I do. And I'm like, that's a dumb statement. Don't ever say that again. However, they should be invested to some degree with regard to moving the business forward, you know, but it's, but it's, it's never going to be theirs. So they shouldn't treat it that way. That's a ridiculous idea. I think it's incredibly rare to find people that care about the affiliate as 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 hard as you know affiliate owners should or do well, I, I just don't even think it's realistic it's uh it's not you yeah. can leave cassidy can leave right yeah he can't leave if this place falls yeah it's mine apart i mean mm-hmm. yes he will get another job no different than you or cassidy would i can make it, fries yeah but it means it means <laughs> a lot more to him than it does and it should you're absolutely right like you shouldn't expect your coaching staff yeah regardless of how well you're paying them to care. This is something you learn early in the military is there's a difference between accountability and responsibility. And while they might be responsible for things, I am accountable for everything. Meaning like the buck stops here. Like if things fall apart, the person who is really going to get. You should listen to the show. It's filled with (laughs) furnism. Filled with nuggets. I I listen to him enough on a daily basis. She's just like, uh, (laughs) uh, no, but that's, that's one of the first things you, maybe not in the military, but like in the, at the Naval Academy, that's something they hammer into you. It's like, there's a difference between those two. You're going to have people that are going to be responsible for things under you, but you are accountable for all things. When things go wrong, you're the one who's in trouble, not them. Yeah. It's it's that extreme ownership philosophy again. What's what's in store for you? I mean, you you feel like you you've made your home. You're here for good. You still have a uh, any desire to own another affiliate? 
No. <laughs> never again? <laughs> it's funny. People I'm not going to say never. I'm not. I think never is silly. Like, I've said never before, and then I'm doing the thing. And I'm like, ah, I probably should stop saying that. I'm not going to say never, but um, at the, no. <laughs> right now, no. <laughs> no, you're, you're hum- yeah, comfortable I'm, here? Yeah. Um, comfortable, comfortable, yes. I think that I still have, you know, um, a lot more to my journey here. And I look forward to that, whatever that may mean. Um, you know, we have some things that we're going to be working on. Um, but I really do love it here. Everyone's like, ugh. What's Virginia Beach like? I'm like, it's freaking awesome. And it's probably mostly because of this place too. But like Virginia Beach is like I mean Crossroad like, pretty much makes Virginia Beach. I mean, basically. <laughs> it's on the it's on the state flag if I <laughs> was looking at it. The um, circle logo's on there. <laughs> yeah, man. I have a little home here and um uh it's 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 fun to work for people who care about other people and want to see succeed. And so, um and I feel like I've barely scratched the surface on things that I can learn from from Jason and certain regards so i want to contain that process so yeah and what about staff you want to become a flow master still i will do whatever they would like me to do (laughs) yeah i you know um yeah yeah I'm just here. I'd like to work more seminars, but you know, by nature I, of what's I'm, going I, I on right now. I think we're all ready for things to get back to some sort of normal. Actually, yeah. That's what everybody's waiting for. I, I worked the least amount of seminars this year than I have in I think we all have years. Yeah. I worked more last year than I did this year. So, but it is, it's okay. It's fine. It, it honestly, it's been interesting. Cause like, you know, in the beginning I was like, Oh my gosh, how am I going to pay my bills? What's happening? And then obviously Rife definitely contributes to that. But also I actually have like, a life now, you know, we were like, talking about I'm able that. to socialize yeah. on the weekends. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of value that I think that I was just kind of like, that's fine. It's not a big deal. It's kind of is a big deal. Um, you know, being able to come to a Saturday class, coach a Saturday class, you know, hang out with people, um, instead of like, you know, playing on my, the road. Yeah. No, we were talking about it last night. How we, you live in opposite schedule, mm-hmm. right? For instance, yeah, you're like the rest of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But actually I do have a question about seminar staff before we wrap up. You've been a big part of the scholarship mm-hmm. seminars. Yeah. What's that been like? I know you, I see you with Chuck a lot and mm-hmm. Larry Thomas. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the three of you are really spearheading that. I don't know if there's other there's people a, involved. There's a group. There's a small Michelle group. Michelle Moots. Uh, Michelle Moots. Yeah. yeah, she's another flow master for that. There's just Santa a hand, There's a handful of us. Um, why am I? Uh, Kelly uh, Jackson in St. Louis. St. Louis, yep. um, There's just a... There, uh, Jen... Uh, Hunter. Hunter is on it too. Oh, cool. There's a handful of us sprinkled across the country. Um, it's been, uh, man, you know. Don't cry. Are you, you crying? No, I'm not crying. Okay. Gosh, it was just Again, one you're time. Crying. You're crying. One time. I'm still thinking about what she said about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, this doesn't match up at all. <laughs> oh, no. What's happening? Um, no, it's uh, incredibly rewarding. Um, you know, you give a lot at seminars, but like those, you you give a lot, but I just feel like I receive so much back. Um, it's been really cool to watch that process. Um, it's been weird with like the COVID stuff and like getting, you know, keeping that going. Um, but I bookended uh, this last games with two, two scholarship seminars. So I did one right before the games and then one f- immediately following. So one was in uh, Salina, Ohio, and then the other one was in um, Dover, Delaware with the Greenbury Project. And uh, both of those in- programs, different, but incredibly impactful for the community that they're in and just you know it's magical the care that these kids are under with with the leadership programs that they have there and it's just um you know they're using crossfit as the vehicle for that change in these people's lives and it's not just the kids these particular kids it's generational 
changes, which is mind blowing to me. So, um, I don't, did you ask, what was the question? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody remembers. I was thinking about, <laughs> time. I was at this point, about, at this point, Jay's trying to, to do potty. everything. Yeah. He, to go potty. he has to go potty and he forgot, but <laughs> also <laughs> he's trying to, he's trying to waste time so he can avoid coaching this. No, I'm trying class. to, I am trying do to, do I get to time. give you feedback on this class? Please oh, don't. Yeah. Please yeah. don't. Can I please? I'm not, no. Oh, okay. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> it, that, we could do feedback in, in person. For Ooh, the can, for yeah. the new thing okay. that we're doing, yeah. Um, watch Jay cry again. Yeah. I'll just do. I'll give you. I'll, I'll do, do a coach. It. I'll yeah. do an, an eval. I'll cool. do an eval. That's cool. Just don't um, fuck it up. <laughs> I do have one more question. You wound a bit down. Last question. What time okay. is it? Do I have time? You, you have, have nine. Yeah, nine this will be this will be quick. No such thing. Our buddy, our buddy owns Nick Cross for downtown Atlanta, part of Affiliate U. What do you got to say about Mike, double M? Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, Michael, yes. I'm, he listens. I want to give him yeah. a shout-out. We love Mike and Affiliate U. Um, honestly, whenever I do seminars in Atlanta, I'm thrilled when I go to his gym. And not because it's just it's clean and there's snacks, because there's always snacks, right? But because Michael is an affiliate owner who is very present, he and uh, the day-to-day operations all the time, it's his space, it's his He's thing. He's too present. <laughs> He's a, yeah. Michael, your biggest weakness, no, I don't Mike, need your help. Go sit down. <laughs> you care too much, Mike. Yeah. Stop caring so much. Um, but it, it, it feels like a home away from home when we go there, and I love going to that gym, and it's just, you know, the care about, the humans in the gym as well as like when we come visit uh is awesome like i can't say enough good things he's he's the man mike is the man mike is despite his creepy mustache right now yeah (laughs) well shave that it's been great also also his ropes are definitely higher than 15 feet i just did i just worked there a couple weeks ago a rope climb workout oh my gosh i was like this is a 20 foot ceiling that was i know he's like yeah yeah it's you're gonna touch all the way to i was like that's more than 15 feet. Fix that, Mike, and then we're good. Okay. All it takes a little <laughs> tape on that rope, Mike, and you're good. <laughs> well, it's been great chat with Lindsay. Yeah. Your, uh, you. your pink slip is at the front desk. You're yeah. fired. <laughs> you and Katie both are fired today, but it's been great. Well. On to the next. Okay. On to the next place, you know, <laughs> Lindsay. But, you know, it's really great to hear your journey from ownership to staff to making it over here to Rife. And I just, I hope people that listen understand like, A, you can have a true career in CrossFit. Mm. You know, very little of your career comes from seminar staff. It's, you know, from ownership, from coaching. Mm-hmm. It's a, That's, you know, nice perk. And also... It's just a bleed over the whole mm. thing. Yeah. And, and then also just most importantly, like we talked about way at the beginning, is develop that confidence and even if it's like a fake act at first. Mm-hmm. Not like fake as Not in fake, like, yeah, but, but, but you, you're being an 11, mm-hmm. which a presentation. is what we talk about. Yeah, it's a presentation. Yeah, and you're going to see during this class, you give me, it's all presence and attitude. Very little from you, yeah. yeah. From you, yeah. No coaching whatsoever. No coaching. So, but uh, hey, like I tell everybody, presence. Everyone and was missing goes a hip extension, way. but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't it's, matter. It's like Jules says in Pulp Fiction. You know, personality goes a long way. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Best Hour of Their Day podcast. We appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you in your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership. You can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms, or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.